Okay, good morning traders. Very, very warm welcome to today's early morning trade plan session, which is which is our opportunity to do our analysis over the course of the next 15, 20 minutes. We'll 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 discuss what happened last week, some explosive moves last week. We were able to end the week really quite positively, uh, which was great. Um, had a, a tough few trading days there during the mid midterm elections and then those massive uh, inflation numbers. Um, well, let's say the, 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 the massive response to the inflation numbers that we saw. So we'll have a look at it all in a little bit more detail. And really, it's our opportunity to be prepared for today's trading opportunities. So where are we looking for the best opportunities? What direction are we looking to take those trades? And, um, you know, the, the prices as well as which, which we're looking to get into those markets. So really, this is this is our planning. This is this is making sure that we have um, a, a bit of um, a bit of structure to our approach. And it's not just jumping online, looking at your charts and jumping into this and jumping into that. It's a little bit more considered than that. And it needs to be that way. OK, so if we can start, of course, with our risk warning, just broadly be mindful of the risks involved in trading these financial markets. We've got a little interesting observation really on these current market conditions and hopefully it will set us up for some decent opportunities now today. Uh, good morning, everyone. Hope you're all keeping well. Uh, good to have you back. So uh, and yeah, hopefully you've had a good weekend as well. Um, so all profitable traders, they need to consider which markets to trade. So trade selection is very important. Um, trade entries, trade exits. Um, you know, we're talking about technical levels, hopefully. Hopefully trading for you is not a one size fits all approach. It's not a 30 pip approach to each market. The problem with that is the volatility can be so extreme in markets that um, you can get swallowed up pretty quickly. So we trade with technical stop losses, technical levels, technical entries, and um, that allows us to navigate these markets a little bit better. Um, how do you manage risk? Of course, hopefully you are someone that understands how much capital, how much the monetary um, cost of each trade, how much risk are you putting on the line? Um, if that risk is too heavy, it will weigh heavy on you as an individual. If it's more of a controllable level, like, for example, around the 1% mark of your trading capital and you learn how to be an efficient trader around that 1% mark, uh, you've got a much better chance for, for some considerable success. And don't get me wrong, you know, we appreciate many of you guys take, take larger sizes on trades. That's absolutely fine. Obviously, many of you now have a lot of experience under your belt. So it's really linked to experience trade size. Uh, the more experience you have, the more risk you can take. But certainly if you're starting out, if you're relatively new to trading, uh, reduce down that trade size because you don't want to have the negative impacts that trading psychology can have on your decision making. Um, also trade management as well, of course, once that market is in favor. Um, a perfect example uh, from Friday was the dollar Swiss. Massive, massive moves were able to to get six or seven times our risk on the trade. It's a really profitable trade. It was able to, to cover um, the couple of losses that we had on Thursday, small losses. They weren't big, but um, we're able to cover those losses and end the week positively uh, from a PL perspective, which is ultimately why we're here. But it was a tough trading week last week. So um, not every week is like this. Um, okay, so, so this live, live trading was designed to prepare you for today's trading opportunities. We address these considerations, these elements to, to trading, it's not just purely about your trading strategy and your indicators and things like that. It's it's much broader than that. You need to be looking at the right markets at the right times. Um, and then risk management and uh, trade management and, and psychology all formulate, um, I suppose, the, the, the toolkit that you need to implement. 
and we're strong advocates of being consistent here this is a this is an education based live trading room uh, designed to sort of guide you through these markets really and it's imperative for us that we are consistent in our decision making we're accurate with the levels that we use we don't sort of use random levels um we, we, we like to be as accurate as we possibly can uh, disciplined with our exposure and also patient so hopefully this is a good grounding uh, for you in these markets okay so let's get straight into it then good morning everyone um let's see what this week will bring so i suppose it is really worth taking a little step back um It's worth taking a step back and just considering, you know, where we're at really from, from last week. So the big news, well, there was a couple of big significant events. The first was midterm elections um, in the US. So just to give you a, a quick snapshot, um, things are currently neck and neck. This is as far as the Senate. So if we look at the House, um, they're not quite over the line yet, but they're, they're inching very close. They need 218. Uh, for the majority there. So they're going to secure the House. Um, as far as the Senate is concerned, it's uh, it's 48, 48 seats. Um, they need a, a majority of 51. A bit of a stalemate. There's going to be a couple of um, uh, close calls, it appears. So really, the positivity from this was, uh, initially there was some, uh, there was an anticipation for political gridlock, i.e. Um, the the current um, Democrats, which are in power, will, will, will really struggle to get anything through. Um, that now looks like it may not necessarily be the case to, to, to the extent that the markets were anticipating. So with gridlock, it was looking to be actually broadly quite positive. Now that, some, uh, now that the Democrats can perhaps have a little bit more influence in policy over the next two years, it, it kind of tapers that just a little bit. Um, very, very close race, a lot closer than perhaps was anticipated. So that was the um, midterm elections. And then on Thursday, we had an important event. So Thursday, November the 10th. US CPI numbers. So the previous month uh, for, uh, what are we, for September, the number came in at 8.2. Um, for last month, we were looking at um, the markets were very much pricing in 7.9. So, you know, an improvement on the head, this is headline inflation, of course. Um, it looks like at the moment, um, it looks like we've peaked off the highs, uh, the high of 9.1 uh, back in July. So there's a bit of softening. So here's the problem for us. Are we expected to see the markets respond uh, are we surprised that the market responded the way that they did? And let me show you what I mean by that. Um, let's bring up the charts here. You know, this type of move here, the two-day explosive move that we've seen across these markets, there's the Swiss, the dollar Swiss, there's the massive two-day move. Um, so very, very significant and very important technical moves because they've broken out of strong resistance levels and things of that nature. So actually quite an important uh, two days of trading. Are we surprised the market responded in this way? And the answer is absolutely not. 
the market's been looking for any opportunity to buy um, as often as possible. And what we know what comes later on is actually we start making new lows. So we're not surprised to see the, the positive response. The only problem is we certainly looking at the, the market fundamentals think that this is a little bit of an overreaction. Now, the opportunities that I can present is some considerable um, reversal, perhaps, in today's trading conditions. And that's what we think is, is likely to happen. So when we do our analysis, we want to create a trade idea that allows us to exploit any potential trading opportunities. And then we apply a lot of our technical understanding to these markets. But if we're of the opinion that perhaps, you know, the, the reaction is a little bit, you know, really, when you look about it, when you look at it, when you step back and take a look, you know, inflation is still very, very high. And we know inflation in real, real life for each of us is much, much higher um, than the 7.7% in, in the US, uh, 10 point, can't remember numbers now, 10.4, was it or something uh, in the Eurozone, um, 10.9, I think, uh, in, in the UK. So over the 10 mark anyway. So really, really significant inflation so it's coming off the highs we're still up at very alarming and elevated levels and if we look at the the bond markets as well they're still inverted so we've got um the two-year with a higher yield than the 10-year and this has been like the case for most of the trading year now and um you could see that the difference between the 10-year and the two-year you know we're looking around sort of 52 basis points and that's been increasing so all this implies is that the recession, which is already here, um, is, is, is likely to, uh, to get worse. And this is really the problem. So the markets are trying to interpret what the Fed will do next. Um, they've been getting it very, very badly wrong, um, trying to suggest that the Fed are going to pivot. The Fed have made it pretty clear that there's no interest in them pivoting uh, from, from the current trajectory which they're on. Now, lowering inflation helps the situation. We had an improvement in the CPI month on month, so that's positive. Uh, core CPI, uh, you know, 20 basis point improvement there as well. So this is the situation that, you know, these are red numbers, these are negative numbers, unemployment claims um, coming in slightly actually above um, expectations, but broadly in line with expectations. But really, these markets are trading bad news as positive reactions and um, and good news is often bad news. And that's only really linked to central bank monetary policy. So if there's bad news for the economy, then um, traders and investors are looking at that and saying, right, well, the Fed are absolutely going to... Um, become a little bit more dovish. They're going to stop the rate hikes at the, at the speed at which they're going. And they're going to just take a bit of a pause. Um, and there's some even talking about the Fed, if the recession gets quite bad, that they'll have to turn the taps back on again. And it, it's that mentality which is driving these markets, which is a, it's kind of a dangerous place to be because if we, if we take that analysis and we apply it to the charts, then traders and investors are only getting smashed this year time after time again every time they call the bounce um you know the bottoms they they they're, they're jumping in and then markets are making new lows and they're getting smashed even further to the downside 
Now, there's one other important element to these markets for the remainder of this year, and that's um, that's bonus chasing. Um, so what do we mean by that? Institutions uh, all around the world have had a horrendous year, and you know if they if they underperform in in what they do and many of them do so there's some bright sparks out there but um, a lot of them are broadly underperforming to very significant degrees and their bonuses are linked to that performance so could we see some sustained buying in these markets for that reason uh, quite possibly so it, it's going to be quite tricky to kind of navigate these markets till year end um, and what we need to do as traders is to keep a pretty much an open mind in terms of um, uh, in terms of whether we look to whether these markets are, are ultimately going to make new lows, which we believe they will. Um, however, we're going to have to balance that with potential some um, some further buying. So for us, that's quite straightforward because we're day traders. We can make some selling decisions today. We can make some buying decisions tomorrow. We have that flexibility in the way that we we approach these markets. So there is some upside, but we're just going to have to navigate these markets very, very carefully, and be sensitive to to the sentiment in these markets, and and uh, and try to front run any type of sort of um, you know fundamental development in these markets. Not not necessarily front run, but be able to respond relatively quickly. Um, so that flexibility is useful. Um, it's not a great situation for the UK with GDP. Um, it's broadly, uh, it's negative for a number of reasons. The fact that there was a bank holiday as well yeah, in uh, in September in the U in the UK with the Queen uh, burial and things of that nature all impacted GDP numbers quite significantly. And we finished with a couple of bank holidays as well. Um, so, like I said, a positive week in the end. It was a it was a it was a tough trading week. So do we have any major decisions that we need to make this week uh, and today? Um, nothing of any major concern. We've got some um, central bankers uh, due to speak uh, at the Club of 100. Um, the names of these things are, are awful. Um, Brainard is due to speak about the economic outlook at a Bloomberg news event. Audience questions expected. So that could be um, potentially a, a volatile event. So be mindful of that. And as we look through the week, we're going to be hearing from the, um, we get the meeting minutes uh, from the RBA. Anyone trading Aussie dollar, be mindful of that. Uh, claimant count change numbers uh, in the UK. So we can have a look at that in a little bit more detail tomorrow. PPI numbers next. We've had CPI, now we've got PPI coming. So uh, the, the price of uh, producer uh, inflation, is, is that going up or down? We get that from PPI. Uh, we've got CPI across the UK. I'm just looking at a lot of CPI numbers, we'll have the, the hearing report uh, from, the, from the BOE as well on what day is this? Wednesday, core retail sales. Normally that's on a Friday. Um, yeah, so Thursday is a pretty important event for the UK. We're going to be getting uh, autumn forecast statements from the uh, 
from um, the Chancellor of the Exchequer. And uh, really, it's the focus is all about how they 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 foot that sort of forty billion uh, hole and, and what's going to happen between um, increasing taxes and and spending cuts and the balance between those things. Um, so either way, there's some really tough decisions on its way, and uh, that's likely to be quite difficult for the uh, the UK economy. There's um, there's nowhere for them to go. So they talk about a soft landing like they do in the US and things of that nature. So um, a couple of important news events as we go through the week. As far as today is concerned, nothing of any major concern really until we, we get to sort of 4.30 p.m. And they may be, um, we may get to see some market responses from Brainard uh, from the FOMC. Okay, so how are we going to position ourselves? That, that's the key to these markets. So from a risk sentiment perspective, uh, a lot of these um, lines on screen are very much uh, intraday levels, so they're not all too relevant. But if we can see here, there's a structural failure trade to the upside. Um, there's a structural failure trade to the upside. So that's quite an important uh, development as well. Uh, those of you that have been trading these markets all year with us, you'll see... Um, I just bring up my pen so you can see every time we get down to these bottoms we get this little um, higher low and we get a reversal um, so you get these little reversals begin to kick in uh, there's another one here so each time we get to these levels I'll just put circles around them there's lots of talk about this being the bottom of these markets each time we keep making new lows. So the last time we got some beautiful sell trades up at these levels, we would probably anticipate prices to eventually come up into this little zone. Then we'd be looking for some strong sell trades, um, just doing this technical analysis. Um, so really our bias is for now until something significant changes is still further lower. But just to let you know, we've been here many, many times before. There is some decent buying opportunities, but our overall bias, which we want to keep in mind, is that we are likely to make further lows to the downside. All we need is CPI to come in, you know, at 7.8 next month, and we're back on to the downside, and the world is going to end. Well, it's never going to be that bad, and the markets have this knack of responding um, uh, with extremes. And, and that's been the, one of the themes as well in, in this trading year. So we're, we're trading this little tight range. Um, so we would just like to see and prepare ourselves for rollover to the downside in these markets um, because the, the price action is setting up for that. So we, we, we had a really aggressive day on, on, on Thursday off the back of FOMC. Um, excuse me, uh, the inflation numbers. Bit of a overreaction in, in, our, in our opinion. It's only a 20 basis point improvement on expectations. It's not like it's a percent lower or anything like that. So it's a very, very small improvement above expectations. And the market response was, was very significant. 
as if the Fed are now going to right stop what they're doing and uh, and they're going to you know move along. So some of these trades are in slightly different positions. You can see how making new highs would add a bit of momentum to the upside for these markets. But we're going to look carefully at you know sometimes the energy wears off in a trade and um, and we're going to look for that type of trade uh, in these markets. So that risk off potential sentiment. Um, there's your Bitcoin move. There's your massive um, break below that sort of $18,000 level. Still a tough couple of days over the weekend. A bit of positivity now today, although we did get close to these new lows. Um, 13,800 is the next level to the downside for Bitcoin. It coincides with um, it coincides with these highs back over here, if I'm not mistaken. Let's just bring this level down. That's the 12,500. So between sort of 13 and 14,000 is where we'd expect Bitcoin to move down to. Um, it's really getting hammering at the minute. So I know there's lots of people out there advocating, you know, now's the time to buy Bitcoin for us, stay well away from it. It's been like that really throughout. So we don't trade Bitcoin. Doing so is, is sort of bonkers in our opinion. So we're going to look for that risk off trade. That's that rollover to the downside. That's when the, the sentiment just begins to, to come out of the trade and we'll get rollover. We get price, price action rolling over to the downside. Uh, US oil, it's in a bit of a strange spot at the minute, US oil. We're just in this little sideways pattern, which is fine. It provides, you know, some significant stability, um, which, is, which, is, which is good. Uh, we've got the US looking to drive prices lower. We've got OPEC looking to make further supply cuts and potentially push prices higher. It's going to be a battle uh, towards the end of the year and, and early next year, especially over the winter months. It's going to be interesting to see if we break above 92.50, there's a, there's a strong buying signal. Um, but unfortunately, at the moment, below $81 is, I suppose you could look at 84, below $84, you probably get some further downside but yeah right now we can take a little bit of a pause with with, with oil gold sizable move to the upside there's friday's high so really when the dollar weakens you'd look for some commodity uh, the, the move in gold has really been quite impressive so um you know again will we start get getting a bit of a rollover this risk off trade with a stronger dollar uh, oil beginning to roll over to the downside that's a trade we can certainly look at really quite carefully so we understand that these markets can make new highs and if so there'll be buying opportunities if they start to roll over and um, we'll certainly be probably a little bit more comfortable at, at, with those selling opportunities and that's what we're going to position ourselves for so the dollar is there an opportunity for the dollar to to roll over and um, start to retrace a little bit of last week's moves? Um, we do believe there is. If you kind of zoom out, um, we're at kind of extended levels, a little bit more uncomfortable perhaps up here uh, around 103.50. Up at those highs, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a long way away from the $95 where we were or the 95 cent level where we were you know, back in September. So it's performing quite well. 
what we're looking for is a bit of rollover. Um, we think that the, there's a bit of the downside potential in the pound with the economic situation in the UK. So we'll be looking for a little bit of selling there in the pound. Strong move in the end. You see that it was really a dollar weakness trade. It was a risk on uh, dollar weakness trade. And that's that's why we got such explosive moves and um, we're able to get some really good trades off on Friday, benefiting from those. Uh, dollar CAD as well. You see, we've had a dollar weakness trade. We're looking for a potential turnaround in those markets. So let's go ahead and we'll create a generic trade plan today based on this potential reversal um, across these markets. Elsewhere, don't really like the price action two, four, six, eight, nine days, just drifting sideways at these prices for the euro pound. Euro yen, we, we would like these lower. We know that the yen are looking to intervene. Um, it's They're doing so in a very kind of sporadic way. Um, and every time they start buying the yen, this is the BOJ for Every time they start buying the yen, and um, the markets sort of um, uh, sell off the yen really quite aggressively. So they, the BOE just keep getting sort of hammered at the minute. So let's put again our trade plan. And I apologize, guys. We're going to switch over to our live trade room now uh, in just two minutes. So, um, so this is our trade plan. This is what this is what we're looking to try and take advantage of. So we closed the week very strong risk on market conditions that just purely means that there's a much better appetite for risk and that includes your 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 equities and, and your indices so when there's a strong appetite for risk we'd be looking for the s p to push higher the nasdaq to push higher and we were looking for dollar weakness across the board and that's exactly what we saw and we were looking for that strong buy trade above 1757 and we saw a really sizable move across the board so these strong market moves were due to lower us cpi numbers that was the reason for these markets being driven in this way so the problem is now we we think that 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 initial response is probably overcooking it quite a lot and this is what these markets begin to do um so we're going to go from a strong risk on to potential risk off so we think that maybe traders investors will look at these markets now and go maybe the reaction was a bit Maybe we overcooked it a little bit. So as a result, what does that mean for our decision making? Uh, US, we're going to keep a very US centric view at the moment. Uh, so we're going to look for that US indice potential weakness. We're going to look for we're going to look for that US dollar potential. And we just refer to it as potential, just purely. Um, uh, so we can actually put a number in for this trade. Okay. So the level at which we can look to sell gold, if I just bring it up here, um, would be i mean we gapped lower for starters uh, below the, the 1757 um yeah so a really good two-day move um so 1757 
So this is our trade plan. I'm going to post it into the chat box so you can take that away. We're going to switch rooms now. Um, we're going to move over to our actually live trading room. Um, so we'll be going through our analysis on this. We'll be cherry picking the indices that we're likely to to get involved with. And we're going to cherry pick as well the dollars as well as we go. And gold looking to sell below 1757. So listen, on that note, guys, we'll leave you go. Thanks very much for joining us. We'll be back again um, tomorrow morning, of course. Any questions, feel free to post them. And just to let you know, we trade these markets live every day from 8 a.m. for the U European trading session. Uh, the first couple of hours of the session is enough time for us to make all the decisions we need. Plus, we'll be back again at 12.45 for the U.S. trading session. So from everyone here, thanks for joining us. We'll see you again tomorrow. We're going to switch rooms now, guys. So we'll see you uh, in our live trading now in just a few seconds. For everyone here, take care. Bye for now.